Hi, my name is Hannah Asfar. I'm the Vice President of the Arab Student Union, and you're listening to MVCC POV Voices from the Valley. Uh, so, you know, like she was saying that she's from a village, you know, and how her village, there's a lot of people from her village that live here. Um, I know that a lot of people that come from the same village will not marry out of their village. Um, I, I don't know why, but that, that's like a very strict rule. Um, depends where you you know you come from. Uh, me, I come from uh, Bethlehem. You know that's where my uh, family came from. Um, so we're more modernized, modernized I should say. Um, and you know the way we speak and the way people from villages speak is different. Even though we're from the same country, it's different dialect. You know, um, you know some people can know what I'm saying. Um, so, what I find interesting is that you know, even like I said, from the same village that they'll marry from, marry from or you know, get engaged to whatever. Even if you're from the same, let's say, like uh, religion, you know, some people will not you know marry uh, Jordanian to a Palestinian or Palestinian to a Moroccan or anything like that, which I think is very... Um, like, it still happens, but barely. Like, you barely see that happen. Yeah. I, barely, it, yeah, I, yeah. I feel like nowadays it's still, like, like still somebody that's a that. Palestinian or Palestinian will marry someone that's Palestinian, but they don't, wouldn't be from the same village. Like, my family, we marry whoever. Like, we have no... Right, but and I'm saying so, for a lot of people that... Some, yeah, some still people like the, still keep the village yeah. within the village. And that is something that's, like commonly known in my village that like they'll only marry people from like the same village i don't i don't even know why i guess like when i ask my mom like my mom would be like oh it's because like everyone knows each other all the people know each other well like if someone came to propose to me say from a different village you know my mom would be like oh i don't know that family you know i don't know if they're a good family you know i don't know if he'll be able to you know support you if he's a you know if they have a good reputation but like to me i don't know to be honest i don't even i don't I don't care. Like I don't have an opinion about it. I mean, I think it really depends on the person. Yeah. I mean, I think you know whether if you're coming from, let's say, from Brazil, you know, because I'm am part Brazilian, but uh, I'm still Muslim and Arabic, no matter what. Um, I think it really depends on the person, the inside, and you know whether like religion you're, you're part of. You know, um, I know like my uncles, they they're married to uh, you know. Christian people, one's Italian and uh, one's um, I think German so I don't think it really matters it really matters about if you can get along with each other and like you know this is like you know the person right for you and that can take care of your kids and stuff, stuff like that but no some people just worry about you know how much money you have or where you come from or you know stuff like that really stupid things to, in my opinion but you know that's how I'll, that's like certain things I don't like about our culture, but it's not. It has nothing to do with religion, but I guess it's just how it is now. But I, I think it ha- has changed over time, um, which is good because we shouldn't be like that. Because like that's showing us that we're very stubborn, um, and I don't think we should be representing ourselves as you know people of uh, this religion and us being Arabic. So I just wanted to add on to that. I think it's like a, I know it's like, I feel like it's a stigma in the Arab world that 
you're not going to understand another person's culture. That's what my parents have said to me several times. Um, if I even would just kind of say, what if I want to marry someone from, you know, uh, I don't know, Egypt or Yemen, whatever, right? They'll be like, their culture is so different than Palestinian culture. You're not going to understand it. You guys are not going to get along. And I'm like, I look at them and I'm like, why do you guys think this way? You know, it's like, as long as you like the person, there's nothing wrong with combining both cultures and taking what you like from that culture and what you like from the another person's culture and making it, you know, your own type of, you know, environment, of course, kind of your own upbringings. <coughs> And I don't know about the Turmas Aya thing, like the the village that you're from. I literally everyone always tells me they only marry from one another, and I just think it's because they want to keep. I'm not trying to offend you or any way whatsoever. They want to keep the money within the same village, because your village is very wealthy. So that's what I've heard several times is that the reason why several people marry from the same village or from the same town is just because of the fact that they want to keep the money in the same village and they don't want to you know distribute the money. And to me, that's kind of like messed up because it's kind of like if you're blessed with a lot of riches and you have a lot of wealth, why don't you want to spread it? Why don't why don't you want to give some another family the opportunity to, you know, have your money or just like the same opportunities, I guess, that you have. That's something to me that just doesn't make sense. If I, I know if I even try to tell my parents, like, um, what if I want to like marry like an American, but he's Muslim? Like, that's a big no, no, like, no, like you're Arab, you're going to marry a Arab Muslim. And it's kind of like I've I've gone to several lectures from like, you know, leaders in our community where it's kind of like we need to stop having this mentality. We need to stop thinking like this. It's okay if you're an Arab woman and you marry, you know, a non-Arab man as long as he's Muslim, as long as he treats you right, as long as he has a good family and he has a good heart. You know, that's what it all should come down to at the end of the day. And I think the bigger picture is here like... Like kind of Jenna mentioned earlier, not all cultures are perfect, but we deal with our own issues, and these are just some of the, some of the issues that we deal with as being Arab. And I feel like that was kind of the main point of this podcast, to kind of highlight what struggles we go through, what we experience on a daily basis, and just kind of like how we interpret it and how we deal with it. Yeah, um, yeah so my sister actually got engaged a couple years ago to a, a Jordanian. And, you know, from overseas, um, they liked each other, you know, when they were talking before they got engaged. And then when they got engaged, the guy changed completely. Uh, he became more stubborn, more controlling, and basically controlled her when she was here. And she didn't like that, so they called off the engagement. Um, and, you know, a year later, my sister met another guy from Egypt. And, you know, he's half Egyptian, half Italian, but he is Muslim. Um, which she liked him more because he was more Americanized and liked to do the same things as her. So I think that's a good thing is to marry from, you know, maybe the same place you were born. Like, let's say, like, I was born in the U.S., you more, most likely will get, you know, uh, attached to someone from here than from overseas because you get along with people from here because you guys have the same mentality. Um, whereas, you know, some people from overseas will marry from overseas because they like the way people think over there more than here. Um, really, like I said, it goes back to the person, how they think, how they act with people around them. Um, as for me, you know, me personally, I don't like backbiting, and I f that's a big turnoff for me if I, find, like, I see a girl backbiting. I don't care how pretty she is, how, how much money she is, I, she has um, 
or anything like that. If she backbites and she treats people bad. I don't find that attractive. I would not even go for her. Um, or even like you know me, I'm not controlling at all. I don't find people controlling you know to be good people. You know, uh, I think you should be more respectful to the female because you know she does do a lot more than the guy does in a sense because um, you know she takes care of the kids. She takes care of you, she takes care of the house, stuff like Cooks, that. cleans, does everything. Works. Works. Um, <laughs> I mean, not I'm, not, I'm just saying, like, you know, she does the, do more. Um, you know, and whereas the guy just barely does anything. He does, all he does is pretty much work. You know, I don't really know a lot of guys that cleans. Uh, I'll, I'll be honest. Um, you know. Out of stereotype. Just be honest. So, I think... We should just, you know, move on and try to progress as, you know, people and be good to one another, be more respectful. Yeah, I think we should all just, <coughs> all Arabs should, should just come together and, like, not judge because, like, that's not how our religion taught us to do. Like, it didn't teach us, like, to be, to judge others and, like, gossip about each other. Like, that's not, like, our religion, you know. Our religion is all about peace and be like united together and I think that is something that I really really like I'm not gonna say I like I love about my culture is that like even if I even like after I came here overseas it, yeah it is true I was in like I'm in a new country and a new environment like I was just like around new people I was pretty much in a new country but it really makes it easy to see other people like other Arabs not just like from your village like from other villages like in the same school as you or even like in the same like for example like in here in the same college as you because that makes it kind of easier on you like if you need help like most likely that an Arabic person is going to help you more like of an American person <clears throat> and that's something that I've seen like in high school like when I went, first went to Stag mostly like most of, most of the people who helped me were Arabic and like most of them were like willing to help more than like others that I've seen like you know like others would kind of like hesitate to help you but like Arabs know like they'll jump at it like and it doesn't matter I guess they, like if you ask for a guy for help or even a girl, if a girl for help like like if they see you Arabic they're gonna help you and that is something that I like about it even like I work in retail so like I work as a cashier and like even like if an Arabic you know person saw me even if he's like doesn't know me or like even if she doesn't know me at all like they'll say say assalamu alaikum and assalamu alaikum is our pretty much like hi like in arabic or like peace be upon you that's what it means in english and like i guess that's something that i like because like even like even if they don't know me and like i don't know them they still said that and that is still something like we say like even if i went to a grocery store or like went shopping in the mall if i see an arabic woman like an arabic woman, i'm gonna say salam alaikum to her because that's just something that's common in our culture and like for example when i first started working i've had like I get, like, a lot of Arabic customers, and one thing that I like is that, like, there's customers who'll come up to me and be like, oh, like, I'm glad you work here, we need people who speak English, we need people, like, who speak English and Arabic and translate, and, like, I'm, like, I'm, like, in my job, I was the first Arabic um, person to work there, like, who speaks both languages, so, like, they would call me to translate a lot of times, and that's something that I liked, and other people like, too, but, like, you know, at the same time, you get you get you know people who come in and judge you because you work or like be like oh like why do you work you know but because i guess that's not something that's common in our culture where like in our culture it's mostly men who work and men who support the families although like yes there is women who work but like for example like my parents got married 20 years ago and like 20 years ago women don't work like it was only like men who used to work and like right now it's I guess it it really changed right now there's women and men who work but like 
you know, like 20 years ago, like back to our parents' kind of generation, it used to be always like the man who works and he supports the family. But right now it's changed. It's something like I'm really glad about because it really like doesn't make a difference. Do you guys want to talk about the hijab? How are we doing on time? Um, well, we're all over time. And I, I personally have to go. Um, we end it here. Why don't we? We end it here. If you want to do the hijab and then we. Uh, I think it seems something. I say save that with MSA. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's. I just want to comment good. just about what she was kind of saying about the roles in the household. That again is just a lot of stigma culture thing that a woman is not you know able to provide for a household you know and that's why when like for example you have a wedding and stuff that's all on the man like like when you go to a wedding it's so expensive and i feel so bad for males but yeah. they pay for everything yeah like the dress the, the banquet the food and for the gold don't forget the, the gold, gold the, the rings gold there's a lot of gold and that's just a culture gold. thing right there like it's so much on the man and i personally feel bad for them like but <laughs> I mean, that shows the value, I guess, women in the culture, but despite the fact that we're valued so high, I just don't feel like we're reciprocated that value when you're, like, in the community with other males and stuff. That That's all I want to say. Yeah. Uh, I want to add on to that. that <laughs> my, uh, my mom is actually a single mom. Uh, she's been taking care of us since I was probably in, since I was, like, in second grade. Um, I have a lot of respects for her. Yeah, really so... Too. She, you know, opened up her own house, you know, we have a nice house, we live in a nice community, um, you know, even the Texas are high, you know, she still makes it work, and, you know, I'm very proud of her, because, you know, without her, you know, who knows where, you know, we could be right now, uh, probably in the streets, you know, if she didn't take that, take that job, and, you know, work hard for it, and do all this, so, you know, obviously, women do play a big role um, in society, it's just um, not common, though, for a Arab woman to be the main figure and the main source of income for a household, especially like a single Arab mom. It's so not common. Yeah, it's so, not common. Yeah, it's not common. I think it's not common, but for me, I mean, growing like, up, it still does happen. Like how in his case, and like to me personally, I have a lot of respect for her, and like I, I, I feel like it's a lot of like hard work, and I guess like when you grow up, you probably help her. You probably help her. So like. Again, like, I guess, like, it's always on the man. And that's why, like, when you have older brothers, like, I have two older brothers, and they're the ones who help my dad because my mom doesn't work. But at the same time, you know, I don't mind helping my dad. And it's, some, it's, it's, never, that's, it's never something that I felt, like, ashamed of, even if, you help, even if I help my dad. But, you know, like, that's just our, in our culture. And no, I think, I well, changes, so. I think that, you know, the kid's job, you know, when they grow up, that they're supposed to take care of their parents no matter yeah. what. Because they take care of you when they're, they're, they're little. Um, when you were, you were little, I should say, um, and that's like your duty, pretty much. You're paying back. Yeah, that's respect, like the least though, you can do. Yeah. For your even parents. though you know, they say that you know you can't ever repay back your mom, you know, with anything. Um, you can just do the you know the minimum, just help her out with whatever she needs, you know, never back talk to her, never respect her because <coughs> she does the most for you, even more than your dad does, um, and. You just have to respect them. You know, these are your parents at the end of the day. For me, growing up, I probably am the only one that grew up with having both parents working. So my mom worked full-time, and then my dad also worked full-time. So I think one thing my mom always pushed was my education. It was never like, hey, you're going to get, like, you don't have to work if you don't want to work. It was like from the age of 15 I've been working, still working now, but 
like it was weird to say like oh yeah my mom's at work like to other auto because it's like what like how does she still my mom got married not young but she got married at the age of 20 she had me at the age of 21 but she was still in nursing school so I kind of give her credit because it's not easy just to get married young finish school still have a kid and then somehow having to help support the whole family yeah and then it's like it wasn't normal back then when she grew up for a woman to go to school either so it was just different it was like she was the first to like kind of and like our family pushed it a standard for a girl to go to school this is dan matthews digital services librarian this is tish hayes information literacy librarian i am jahan queen of acquisitions this is dr amani was was this is omar fandom and you're listening to mvcc pov voices from the valley peace this episode of mvcc pov was produced and edited by awd phd with music by lakey inspired thanks to the mvcc library for supporting the podcast